Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Welcome. This is Worship Harvest. We are passionate about Jesus. Loving people, changing destinies. People come here uh, broken, they go back mended. It doesn't matter how long it takes. Yeah, all of us, including the ones who preach, we are just broken people on the mend. So, whatever is going on with you, make this family look. We we are part of a good church. Even if I wasn't a pastor, I would attend this church because. I don't know in a church where there is so much purpose and encouragement for people to live beyond just themselves and their 50 by 100 plots and I don't know whatever else. So there are bigger things out there to do. Amen. And let's do them. Yay! We are, going, we are in the middle of our series embracing revival. We, we are embracing revival. Revival is when Christians live like Christians. It's as simple as that. It shouldn't be unique, but because we are human beings, uh, David said we are grass, or like grass. So we, we, we are weak, we fail. So it's when we come back to the awareness of who we really are in Christ, that's revival. And uh, then things happen. So four, four things that we, have, we are doing to embrace revival. One is praying. We already discussed that at length. The idea is not to discuss and leave the discussion behind, but to continue praying. Amen. Yes. I'll not do a survey as to how many people prayed this morning before coming. Praying is not coming to garage. This is, this is garage. This is fellowship. Okay, this is not prayer time. Your prayer time is before this or after and later. So praying because it all starts with God. Human beings on earth carry burdens. Yes. And the writer says and uh, writer says in Isaiah, the yoke, the burden, hmm? or the yoke shall be broken by reason of the anointing. So it doesn't matter how many times you listen to me. If there is no anointing, there is nothing going to happen. Thank you for that scripture. I embrace it. It shall come to pass in that day that the burden, his burden will be taken away from your shoulder. Amen. You may have come and you're feeling like you're carrying stuff. Yeah, and says, and his yoke from your neck yeah, the enemy likes to give people burdens and yokes. Uh, you may never have seen a real yoke. This is not egg yolk. Camera, I can't see you. <laughs> Think about English breakfast. No, this is the, that, that stuff they put on oxen when they are what? Plowing. So, oh. This is serious. I, the yoke shall be broken. <laughs> we are not talking about hatching here or something. No. Uh, plowing, burdens. Yeah? And uh, it says, and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing. When we were in middle primary, in boarding school, Sundays, we sang, there's a song we sang every Sunday. That we sang the same song. We didn't have hymn books, so we had like four songs which oh, oh, through the term you learned and you stuck with those. Yeah. But w- one of them just seemed to be a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Days are filled with sorrow and care. And then some other things there. Man, we are days filled with sorrow and care. And, and, we, we sang it and it came to pass. <laughs> But the, the brighter part is burdens were lifted at Calvary. Calvary. 
Calvary, burdens were lifted at Calvary. Jesus is very near. So we sang that every Sunday. But the way we lived through that, it looks like we believed the verse more than the chorus. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, at this church you can laugh. You you can be real. You don't have to pretend to be what you are not. You know how people can be there. I, I will not try, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know how people behave when they come to church. They think they become very sanctimonious. They almost put their hands together the whole time, looking suspicious. Uh, yeah, Jesus is coming soon. Look busy. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> there is no point. Just relax. So, Praying, we must pray. Prayer is powerful. So that's the first. There are four P's for embracing revival. Praying. The second is preaching, evangelism. There is no revival without people coming to Jesus. Because when people come to Jesus, then they start the process of renewing their minds and things start changing in the home. The marriage changes, the parenting changes. The, the relationship in the extended family changes. The relationships at work, they change. People become productive. They start showing up on time for work instead of, and they do the work when they get there. I like this from Dave Ramsey. He says, if you want to be promoted, like if you do these three things, huh? this is not in the summer notes, so just pay attention. One, show up on time for work. I'm talking about work. Because here we say church begins on Monday. Church begins when there. This is garage. We are putting oil, what, what. So one, show up on time. If, if, if your workplace starts at 7.30, be there by 7.30. Then two, two, watch this, watch this. Smile. Yeah, smile. Like, one of the worst things that happens at workplaces is to feel like you're working with half-dead people the whole time. It's like, that your workplace is not a mortuary. Oh, yes. Yeah. Neither is it a counseling uh, uh, whatever, unless you work in a counseling environment. Yeah. Your boss is not a trained counselor, so don't turn him into one. He will not appreciate it. What happened? People are not happy to be at garage this morning. Am I speaking too much truth? You can't handle it. Yeah. How, how many of you are employers? Employers, can I see your hands? Employers. You employ some people. May God make you an employer. Yeah. All right. Employers. How do you like being turned into a counselor every Monday? Especially Mondays because the, the weekend is ending and people don't want to come to work. So there's a... Yeah, so instead of cancelling, you start cancelling this one. <laughs> Pastor Anthony. <laughs> oh, yeah. His contract was cancelled because he wanted cancelling. So one, show up on time. Two, smile. Smile. Look. <laughs> Smiling is a function of your face. Not the issues you're going through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, there are people who are not going through anything, but they don't smile. Yeah, one of the reasons I fell in love with my wife is she knows how to smile. Yeah, they used to call her Smiley. Yeah, never mind that I, I almost wiped the smile out, but I've been trying to restore it for the last 18 years or something. Yes. Yeah, single ladies, eh? Yeah. Smiling is important for for you to be noticed by the people who should notice. If you if you always walk around like um, you know you're one of the judges in Old Testament, you know. <laughs> yeah, there has been only one Deborah. You can you're not the second one. 
It's as if you just walked out of the book of Lamentations. Hey! What's about? This is serious. <laughs> I'm teaching, by the way. Some of you don't know, you think we are here. I'm not joking. I, I know there can be a crisis of husbandry uh, which can be solved just by smiling and being convivial. And, 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 yeah, yeah. And when garage is over, don't just rush to your car to go. Spend some time around the drinks area. That's why we serve drinks here. Yeah. Take time around the drinks table. Yeah. Ish. Preaching. Now, <laughs> The next is what? Pastoring and then planting. So here is the sequence in the book of Acts. They went and started praying and the Holy Spirit came and they started preaching. And when they are preaching, people come to Jesus and now they have to pastor them because now they are congregations that are formed. Amen. So today we are talking about pastoring. Yeah, we've been talking about preaching a long time. Let's move to pastoring. Pastoring. Give me that book, uh, Acts, scripture, Acts chapter 2. Then those who gladly received his word uh -huh, were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. First, leave that there. So you see the, the, the thing. He preached, 3,000 souls were added, added to them. So now they have work to take care of the 3,000. In worship harvest, we have started raising our faith, believing that all our churches are going to align to the church in the book of Acts and have 3,000 members each. Yes. Yeah. You remember the smile part? Yeah, this is the part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And we are believing God to have 3,000 of those 3,000 people churches. So we are calling it 3K, 3K. Yeah. Yes. Look, dreaming is free. You can ask <laughs> Mr. Pinier right here. Dreaming is what? Free. Have, have I fallen down and collapsed and died because I've just talked about 3K, 3K? So whatever you are in charge of, you can also go tomorrow and tell the people 3,000 outlets. <laughs> oh, we are going to have 3,000 customers to conform to the book of Acts. Oh yeah, 3,000 is not a bad number, is it? Imagine your business with 3,000 clients, customers. 3,000 is a drop in the ocean. Look, even if we had 3,000 churches with 3,000 people each, compared to 7.7 .7 billion individuals on earth, it is nothing. Yeah. Actually, it's like you, are not, you don't exist. Yeah. Because three, that's 9 million. A million is 0. Point Is it, a million is what percentage of a billion? Huh? Mbuza. Huh? Zero point. A billion, a hundred million is ten percent of a billion. Ten million is one percent. A million is zero point one percent. Yeah. So when you have 0.1% market share. You can't show up. How many of you ever got 0.1% max then you were posing? Nafunya 0.1. So just be like, down. Anyway, so 3,000 souls were added to them. For those who are writing, today's topic is everyone needs a pastor. Mm. Everyone needs a pastor. Even the pastors need a pastor. Everyone needs a pastor. Everyone. That's why we plant churches. Because there are people without 
pastor. Bible says they were like sheep without a shepherd. There is God's flock out there without a shepherd. And the shepherds are seated here. Yeah, in your chair. <laughs> ah, and I'm slowly sending them. Slowly. <laughs> but surely. Yeah, it's a matter of time before you are a shepherd. Or oh, at least in here, you were, if, uh, there, where, are the, where are the mission of community leaders? Show of hands. MC leaders, court shepherds, zona pastors. MC leaders, court shepherds, zona pastors. If you're putting it up, don't be ashamed to be an MC leader. You see, all these are shepherds already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we appreciate them? He, but when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion. For them because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. People without a shepherd are weary and scattered. Yeah. Some of them at this time, they are on their way home. Not from shopping. <laughs> yeah. Not from the market. Not from a soccer game. They were last seen yesterday. Some were last seen on Friday. They are weary and scattered. Why? For lack of shepherds. Oh yes. Everyone needs a shepherd. Everyone needs a pastor. Let's take me back to Act So. Acts. Then those who gladly received his word were what? Baptized 3,000. Next verse. It says, and they who? The, the ones in the church. They did what? They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Give me the NIV version. Okay, okay. 42, 43, let me take them together. Take me back to 42 again. Thank you, Jesus. 42. And they continued steadfastly. Continuing means they are constantly ongoing. In what? The apostles' doctrine. That's the teaching of the apostles. And fellowship. In breaking of bread. Does that sound like fellowship? Or like the love fest? And in? Prayers. That's why there's going to be something to eat. Is there, is there something to eat after this? Yeah. Yeah. Break, yeah. Next. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Those are miracles, healings, restorations, etc. Those things that were being done through the apostles, were they benefiting the apostles? No. When you go to the clinic and the doctor treats you, the doctor's only satisfaction is that he has done a good job, but the person who feels less pain is you. So just like everyone needs a doctor, everyone needs a shepherd. Now let's look at this in NIV and then the Passion Translation. Verse 42 and 43. Are you with me? Yes. Are you there? Yes. Are you alive? Read, read, read loudly this time. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. The Passion Translation. Every believer was faithfully devoted to following the teachings of the apostles. Their hearts were mutually linked to one another, sharing communion and coming together regularly for prayer, a deep sense of holy awe swept over everyone, and the apostles performed many miracles, signs, and wonders. Mm -mm. They were faithfully devoted. Not just devoted, faithfully devoted to the teaching. You see, in church, when I tell you everyone needs a pastor, the pastors, they have 
little to give you in terms of material things. What the pastors have to give you is the word. It's the teaching. And when you are faithfully devoted to it, that's the best thing that can happen to you. There are people in this church who have done what they are calling it a 30 day challenge in different locations. They come together and they decide what, what, what do you do? Listen to a message by me. My messages are online. One message a day for 30 days without, without fail. There is, there is WhatsApp groups and then they send a reflection. And the, 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 the testimonies people are sending me are quite ridiculous. Like, are you sure? Yeah, sometimes I feel like I need to have a research de- department <laughs> just to go and verify these testimonies. But they are there. Now, I don't want to become the non-believer in the whole equation. <laughs> Crazy stuff. Good things. Things that people have been fighting two years for breakthrough. Day five of listening. This has happened, that has happened, this is going on, this is going on. Orders have come through. What? This is restored. Sicknesses healed. Families reunited. Businesses going places just like that. I, I, I don't understand it. You know, when it comes to the Bible, the good thing is we are not called to understand it. We are called to believe it. And faith without works is dead. How do I know you believe you do it? Ah. Faithfully devoted to the teachings of the apostles. Now in the book of Acts, the apostles were those guys, the Peter, James, John, and the others, the, the 12, right? Now, unfortunately, Peter is not here. Paul is not here. James is not here. Bartholomew is not here. Thaddeus is not here. Eh? Simon Dazirot is not here. Annie? Judas Iscariot is definitely not here. Matthew is not here. But what we have here are other apostles who have been commissioned now, in any church, the people who started that church are the apostles. Just like they were the apostles. Bible says in Matthew 1, 5, no, Romans 1, 5, through him we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. That's why I want you to go start a church so that I can proper call you Apostle Gloria. Hey. Why are people not happy? Even you, you will go and start. Yeah, Apostle Martin. (laughs) He's looking behind the other one. Yeah, so the people who go on starting, planting churches, they are also responsible for teaching. That's what makes them shepherds, pastors. Now, as for the flock, their role is to be faithfully devoted to the apostles' teachings. Eesh. Quietness, Presbyterian. First, give me Jeremiah, that first Jeremiah verse, and I'll come back here and, and clarify. Jeremiah 3.15. Together. And I'll give you shepherds according to my heart who will feed you with portion and beans. Is that what it says? Who will feed you with chicken and rice? Is that what it says? Who will feed you with lasagna and shepherd's pie? Who will feed you with uh, sukumawiki and and ugali? Who will feed you with chikalai and and nebi genderako? Who feed you with nyanyambisi and what? Is that what it says? What does it say? Who feed you with knowledge and understanding? Yeah. 
Those are the shepherds who are according to God's heart. Their primary role is to feed you with knowledge and understanding all the issues you have gone through in this life were because of a lack of knowledge and understanding somewhere. Oh yes. The money you have in your life is as a result of a certain knowledge and understanding. Even where whatever you're going through was caused by another person, there was a lack of knowledge and understanding on behalf of that other person. Maybe your parenting didn't go so well where you are the child. It's because the, parent, the person was parenting you lacked knowledge and understanding. And so we can't perpetuate that and say, okay, you also operate without knowledge and understanding and pass it on to the next generation and pass it on. The cycle of ungrace has to be arrested and stopped. How? With knowledge and understanding. There are people who would still be married today who are not married anymore because at the time the decisions were being made, there was a lack of knowledge and understanding. Am I preaching good? Oh, yes. So good shepherds who are shepherds according to God's heart, they feed you with knowledge and understanding. Oh yes. I like it. I like it so much. Now take me back to Acts and then we'll go back to the other Jeremiah 1 and then we'll finish in Psalm 23. In Acts it says... They continued steadfastly. Give me the TPT, the passion. Give me the passion translation. Not the passion fruit translation, just the passion translation. Every believer was what? Faithfully devoted to following the teachings of the apostles. In that church, on May 10th, I will have been married 19 years. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. This feels like yesterday when I was walking down the wrong walk to freedom. (laughs) Uh, Now, the way it works, I have to be faithfully devoted to this lovely lady here. Yeah. Now, if you see me starting to have chips, chicken, chili sauce, chapati, chikalai, chaps, and uh, chikoko with someone else regularly, you have to come and say, Apostle. Yeah, it will probably be someone like Grace. Yeah. Uh, we can understand if you go and have coffee with so and so once in a while the other one because you know you're a leader so you discuss many things with many people but the degree of frequency of the two of you hanging out has reached a place where we are doubting your devotion. (laughs) We are doubting their devotion. Someone else is trying to also become a shepherd there, but not according to the Lord's heart. Yeah, they are not feeding with knowledge and understanding. Confusion. So you see what I'm saying? So the way it works is every church, God gives them what? Shepherds. Here at Worship Harvest, Worship Harvest, Nadia, all our locations, there are shepherds there. And they feed the people with knowledge and understanding. And the fact that God led you to that church for you to be a member. I know you may be a member of this church and you think it was your choice. You can try that again. Yeah. You see, God is more amazing than you imagine. 
Yeah, by the time he leads you somewhere, he knows that according to what he has ordained for you in life, this is the church that you need to fulfill your life's calling. Yeah. And someone else who is in another church, that is the church they need. I don't expect people in that church to be listening to me very frequently. They can land on my messages once in a while and they listen and they like it, but I expect them to be listening to their pastor. He's the one God has placed there. You see, this thing is a mystery. And because it's a mystery, it disturbs many people. The world is not short of great preachers who preach much better than Mose. But I can tell you if you're in this church and you're always listening to those great preachers and not to me, we will see over time that you amounted not to much in terms of what God called you to accomplish in this church. Yeah, great preaching, yes, but wrong. You see, your children in your home, you don't send them to the neighbors every day because you think you were passing and you smelt. Bafumbia pirawa, yangua. Kuranch say, go knock, sit down. While you're pirawa, man. Then the next day you, you smell another neighbor's chicken. Naba, put on. Chicken is there. Then next day, fish at the other. Comb your hair. Again, again, no. That's not how you raise children. What, what do you think will happen to those children? There is no consistent. Diet. <laughs> so there, there are many people in this church. I, I marvel. Because they seem like they know the scriptures. But when I look at the results of their Christianity, I don't see anything. They don't lead missional communities. They don't do anything. There is nothing they are doing that shows this person has encountered the Lord and is willing to serve others to bring them on the journey to show them Jesus' love. Oh, they're just proud with all their knowledge. They, can t- they know the Greek, the Hebrew, and all the others, but n- there's nothing else to it. Septuagint version, Naiba Jimani. Yeah, they can probably, they probably have copies of the papyrus. <laughs> Dead Sea Scrolls. Okay, what am I saying? If you are in a church, be devoted. It doesn't mean you should not listen to other preachers. That's not what we mean. But you must be devoted there. That's, that's what will help you grow because you plug into the spirit, the culture, and the purpose of that particular church. And before you know it, things will be happening. Yeah, Tony's here. He came, he has a... Uh, yeah, he has a long story. Businessman, what? Been living with his wife, had some kids, what? Then he got here and realized, hey, here people get married. Young people, they have rings on their whatever. So what, he, he got saved, got married, Namku Peter. now he's a Zono pastor. Hey! He has led missional community, cohort, zono pastor, and who knows where it might end. He might be hearing a bishop Tony any time. But yeah, hey. Do you get what I mean? Because he's devoted. Don't be stuck. Don't be in this church and you're stuck. This is not a church for attending. If you are looking for a nice church to attend, you found the wrong one. Because every Sunday, Okay, maybe every few Sundays you feel like we are rubbing you the wrong way. Because we are a church on mission. We are, we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. We are not a settlement of those who are tired of other churches and need a place to take a chiller. Mercy, mercy, mercy. 
everyone needs a pastor to feed them with knowledge and understanding, to take them on a journey of significance, to show them that there is so much more to them than meets the eye, and to eventually present them before the Lord when they go to heaven and say, Amazon Limogu. Oh yeah, rest in peace. To, to rest in peace, you need to have been doing something. Yeah. Yeah, Bishop Doug said some people, they shouldn't write rest in peace on their graves. They should write, continue resting. Mm. To be continued. TBC. Rest. <laughs> I know you don't find it funny. <laughs> It is sad, but anyway. To to Sekemo. Are you enjoying this message? Yeah. Let me tell you, a man without a covering is a dangerous man. You girls who are falling, falling in love. I've been pastoring for 16 years now. I have seen enough yeah. People who just come and show you that the whole thing is the process is done. Now they just need a place to put the ring. Oh, this is why we are getting married on XYZ. Okay. God bless you. Kneel down. Let's pray. I don't what do you do. What you do? Yeah. They thought that your whole participation should only be at telling you where the wedding is. Yeah, but they haven't come to you before so you can ask critical questions. Do they work? You know, Adam had a job before he had a wife. What's their vision? Who are they accountable to? Every man needs the four men who can take them to Jesus and lower them through the roof when they can no longer function. Yeah, yeah. Every man needs the four men. You know that guy, they took the cripple. Yeah, the crippling is in different areas. Yeah, they put you on a stretcher and take you to Jesus. It's like, you can't help yourself anymore. The wife is crying, the children are crying. Your parents are crying. Your friends are out of options. Now let's take you to Jesus. Yeah, every man needs those four men who can come and remove the wheel from the car. And let's see how you drive. Or take away the wallet. You can't even order Uber. The phone is gone. Yeah, sit down. We need to talk. Why is she crying? A person who does not have those people, then you, where you are there, I'm, I'm in love. I'm in love. Look, your love is soon going to turn into something else. God, mercy, mercy. Oh, yes. Everyone needs a pastor. Mm, are you with me? Oh, yay, we have intention going nowhere. Gloria. <laughs> I tell you, this starts. Embargoes, did you know this year? Hey, I need to buy a couple of suits. <laughs> hey, there are people who are understanding. Faithfully devoted. You see, when a woman gets pregnant and produces a baby, God has designed it in such a way that the person with the capacity to feed that baby with the milk is the mother. Now, the mother may have a friend who has more money, but it is the mother to feed. The mother may have a sister, I don't want to spook you out, who has, how do you so, how do you say this on TV? Who has better flasks? But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
but it is the work. The ma- it doesn't matter the economic status of the mother, whether the mother has experience in mothering or not, whether what, it does not matter. The feeding responsibilities for the mother, not the friends of the mother, not the f- sisters of the mother. Much Yes. So when you join a church, God has in his wisdom given your pastor of that church the milk you need to help you grow. Yeah. So stop going to Auntie so and so to Kuyonka, then uh, <laughs> whatever so and so to Kuyonka and what? Yeah. Yeah, some people look malnourished in that spirit because they don't know this principle. Yeah. I am anti YouTube. You have understood? Everyone needs a pastor to feed them with knowledge. And God has ordained your pastor as the one to feed you with knowledge and understanding. Yeah. At any point, you start feeling like Bishop T.D. Jakes is your pastor. You get a green card, move to Dallas, join the Potter's house, Otherwise, well, it is a struggle. Give me Jeremiah. Jeremiah, the other one. Jeremiah 23, 4. I will set up shepherds over them uh-huh, who will feed them and uh, they will what? Feed them and they shall fear no more nor be dismayed nor shall they be lacking, says the Lord. Everyone needs a pastor to drive out fear, to drive out dismay, discouragement, confusion, to drive out poverty and lack. Oh, yes. That's God's vision for the church to give them shepherds. Who will feed them? What do they feed them with? Knowledge and understanding. And as a result, no fear. No confusion. No dismay. No lack. This, this beautiful young lady here, Pastor Florence. When they came to the SFFG mastermind, between them, between the two of them, they were making one million a month. It's amazing. That Babidi, their, the, you know, their whole time in the car was either total quietness or if anyone opens their mouth, it is going to be about money, it will end up in a quarrel. And as a result, their marriage was not working. Don't put up your hand if I'm talking about your marriage. For it may not be one million, it could be even five or ten, but you know, the pressure is on. Where it's like... Oh, yes. When they came to the SF-15 mastermind, you did it in different phases. He did alone, you did alone. This was which year? 2019? 2019. You did which one? June? September. Pastor Steve did before you. So she did September, he did December. January 2020, they made 10 million between the two of them. From one to 10 in six months. There are things you don't know. Just acknowledge. Your life is a sum total of your revelation. And there are people with revelation. Oh, yes. From one to ten in less than six months. And that has been a consistent testimony for everyone that have coached financially. And that's just finances. 
There are other things. There are, have you heard of the thing called grace? God gives people graces. They are able to do certain things so easily, even them, they don't know why they can do it easily. The other day, a pastor was really, really on my case to go and visit their church. So they had a conference, one day conference, then he invited me, then I went. He said, this is what, all we ever needed was you to come and stand here on our property. Yeah. It's like, I don't care what you preach. Okay. What I preached that day, I don't think it even went well. Yeah. Last week he sent me pictures of their church, their building. Is like, look what is happening now. Yeah. There are people who have graces. Even me, I don't know. If you come around me, you're going to start building, whether you like it or not. It just happens. Why? There's revelation about things. No fear. People who hang around me, they start speaking crazy things. Even their friends start wondering what has happened to them. Like you used to be humble. <laughs> no, they are not proud. They are just, they've got courage to articulate certain visions that always were inside of them, but they were never in an environment where they have the permission to express them. All of you, I can tell you that all, or most of you here, your friends, your group of friends, if you started talking, talking exactly what's in your spirit, they would abandon you. Yeah, because what's in you is scary. Even you, you fear it. Even you, you fear yourself. You fear. Yeah, the first time I talked about a thousand churches, it, I knew it for like two years and said nothing. I, I was so scared. I was like, what are they going to think? Oh, yes. Pastor Angie and Pastor Blesso, get ready. But you need, everyone needs a shepherd. Who, who look at them and say, eh, eh? when I talked to Pastor Lynette, those many years ago, she was schooling her two children, Lemia and Sinza. She says, you know, we can do something with this whole education thing. This, this, this so she comes with her mega vision of the school. She was thinking, if I can add like four kids. <laughs> At most ten, I was like, Lynette, now let's redo it. Oh yeah. If you go up there, there's something called Harvest International School. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do it afraid. She has done it afraid all these years. No fear, no dismay. Yeah. You come, I'll say, what? What? Have you thought about the a thousand times version of that thing? Come, let's talk. Ah, everyone needs a pastor. The Bible says, The Lord is my shepherd, the Lord is my pastor. I shall not want. Oh yeah. When you have a good pastor, want and lack. Yeah. He makes me lie to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. Can you imagine? That, that's David talking about the Lord. But you know, those of us who are pastors, you think we are called to pastor according to another book. We copy the Lord. I'm supposed to make sure you don't want, you don't lack green pastures. Which does anyone here eat grass? No, I hope you don't. Neither grass nor weed. <laughs> yeah, especially weed. But this talk about the knowledge and understanding, water refreshment. People come in, their souls are dry and broken and life is hard. But we lead you beside the still waters. Next, take me quickly. He restores my soul. He leads me to the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they come. Sometimes life sucks. You feel like this is the real valley. Just this morning, one of our court shepherds texted me. He admitted her brother into hospital yesterday. By morning, he had passed away. That's hard stuff. Arizona pastors are there with her right now. They are not here. We are doing... Everyone needs a pastor. Yeah, she's the oldest in the family. The parents uh, died, so she's responsible. Now she's responsible for a dead person. She needs pastors around her. Valley of the shadow of death. I'll fear no evil. Oh yeah, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with my cup runs over. What is the result of this? Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The result of all of this is that you make a commitment. You say, if this is what it means to be, to have a pastor, then I'm going to stay. I'll always be in the house. I'll serve. I'll bring others. I'll, I'll be an extension of the kingdom. Amen? Pastor Angie. Wow, what a word. I'm going to invite us to stand and give a hand clap. First of all, to Apostle for bringing such a word. And then to the Lord. Everyone needs a pastor. Everyone needs a pastor. You're in this room today and maybe you've been feeling fear. <laughs> you've been feeling dismay. You have been given a pastor that you will not fear, that you will not be dismayed, that you will succeed, you know, that you may experience a life of signs and wonders and miracles because you've, given, you've been given a shepherd who's feeding you with the word, who's feeding you with knowledge and understanding. I'm going to ask us to do two things. The very, very first thing I'm going to ask us to do. Yesterday, Apostle said that when we receive a word, we must respond to it. And this is the sort of word that we must respond to. We can't go away and say, hey, that was a good word. God places a solitary in families. And the very first family I'd like to invite you to is the family of God. The family of God. Maybe you're watching in your sitting room or your bedroom or you're at a hosting center somewhere or you're at one of our locations or you're in this room in the gallery <laughs> down here and you came today and you've been feeling fear. You've been feeling dismayed. You're not born again. You do not belong to the family of God. And as Apostle was teaching you, like today, today I want to belong. You've heard about this man, Jesus, who saves. You've heard about this man, Jesus, who heals. You've heard about this man, Jesus, who left you, who, who doesn't want to leave you as an orphan, right? The family of God. And wherever you are out there, today is your day. Today is the day you make the decision that today I become a member in the family of God. Today I will get born again. Today God becomes my father. Today I stop suffering. Today I gain an inheritance. I'd like to invite you to be bold. I'd like to invite you to, to embarrass the enemy and say that today I'm getting born again. You're going to do something very simple, very simple. I'm going to invite you to put up your hand.
to put up your hand. Today is the day you're saying that I am getting born again. I'm giving my life to Christ. I'm tired. I'm tired of, 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 of carrying the burdens by myself. I'm tired of living, but I'm tired of not being a part of the family. I invite you to put up your hand right now at the hosting centers, at the different locations, and in this room, and in this room. You're saying yes to Christ. You're saying yes to being born again. I know you're here. I know you're here. I'll give you a few minutes. Just put up your hand. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know the Bible says that when one soul gets saved here on earth. I see another hand behind there. My brother, you're welcome. To the, I see two hands. I see a third hand. My sister, you're welcome. Please come forward. Neighbors, please walk with them and bring them forward. You know there's a party in heaven right now. I see another hand there. My sister, you're welcome. Please walk with those people forward. Let there be a celebration at the different locations. I know you're walking forward. Even at the hosting centers. I know you're walking forward. I invite you to walk forward. There's a party in heaven. There's a party in heaven. Souls have been saved. There's a celebration. There's Let's clap our hands. Let's celebrate. Is there anyone else out there who's deciding today that today I get born again? Today I give my life to Christ. Hallelujah. Let's, let's have some pastors close by. Are you, were you? Oh, no, no, you can't you can stay close by. It's okay. The person who walked with that person. You have made the biggest decision of your life. I know for some of you, your hearts are pumping. What have I just done? But this is the best decision you, you have made in your life. Everyone that's watching online, this is the best decision you have made in your life. In your life. You, in, there's a flip. You've moved from darkness to light. Okay? From darkness to light. The Bible says that you are a new creation. There is someone else coming forward. Praise the Lord. Come and come and come and stand here. Welcome. Welcome to the family of God. Right now, the Bible says that you are new creations. The old is passed away. Behold, all things are new. We are going to pray. We are going to pray as we start your new life. So repeat after me. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today I am yours. Today I am yours. I give my life to you. I give my life to you. I receive your love. I receive your love. Take my life. Take my life. And do something significant with it. And do something significant with In it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hey, praise the Lord. You're going to go with a pastor and at the different locations, you're going to be led. A pastor is going to go with you. They're going to take your details. Why are we taking your details? We want to walk with you. You've started a new journey. You've joined a new family. So we want to put you in a community that can help you grow, okay? So you're going to go at here at Worship Harvest Nana. Just go to the side. At the different locations, there's someone waiting for you. You're just going to fill out your details so that we can contact you and plug you into a, 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 a life-renewing, life-giving community so that you can grow in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. The second thing we are going to do, you're feeling dismayed. You're full of fear. You're already born again. Today you're saying yes. Right? You're saying, yes, I want to devote myself to my pastor's doctrine. Yes, I want to be a son. Yes, I'm tired of the fear. I don't want to be dismayed anymore. This is what we are going to do. We're just going to pray together. Just lift up your hands and let's pray together. If you can pray in the spirit, please pray in the spirit. Yes, I see your hands. I see your hands. I see your hands. 
Father, thank you so much for the hands that have been lifted up. Thank you that today there is no more fear. Thank you that today there is no more dis- dismay. People are no longer dismayed. Thank you that today we say yes to belonging. Today we say yes to being children. Today we say yes to being shepherded. Thank you that from today we do not want. Thank you that surely goodness and mercy are going to follow us. Hunt us down all the days of our lives. And we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you for your love and your grace. Thank you for our pastors who take care of us. The missionary leaders, the cohort shepherds, the zono pastors, the location pastors, the cluster leaders, the network leaders, and the movement leaders. Thank you because you have chosen them for us. Thank you because you have chosen them to guide us. Thank you because you have chosen them to guide us. And today, we choose to say yes. We choose to say yes to your will and to your way. We choose to say yes to being sons in this family. In the name of Jesus, let there be a celebration in the house today because you have been born into this family. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Um, as, as Pastor Angela was praying, I just got the sense that, um, you know, he places, God places the solitary in families. And our families here are missional communities. And I know that in this place, even if you're watching us online, there are people who are not yet plugged into missional communities. If you are there and you are not yet plugged into a mission or community, those online, we are going to put up a number to which you're going to send a message. But if you are in the room, I'd like to request that different pastors, those of you watching us online, to get someone to the front. At Worship Harvest Nali, I'm going to be advised on who is going to um, probably take down the names of the people who are not in mission or communities. Maybe it is the... uh, the cameras. The cameras. The cameras are going to come up to the front. So if you're not in a mission or community and you'd like to be plugged into one, let me just see your hand up right now in the building. Yes. You're not in a mission or community, you want to be plugged into one. Oh yes. I see the hands over there. Everywhere I see hands. Some of you have not put up your hands. Please come and find the cameras if you're in the building. Come and find the cameras. They are going to plug you into families because God is giving you shepherds in those families that are going to feed you. If you're online and you're probably watching us by yourself, contact this number 775 642449. I repeat 775 642449. There is a pastor at the end of that line who would like to plug you into a family so you can be fed and so we can walk with you. Amen. The other, the other word I had, which is the final one I'm going to give, is from um, Psalm, uh, Psalm 16, verse 11, that says, You will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy at your right hand are pleasures forevermore. I get the sense that as Apostle was saying, put a smile on your face, put a smile on your face. He was releasing joy into hearts of so many people. And so we release joy into your life. We release joy into your family. We release joy into your business. Depression is not a portion for you as a child of God. And so we send not to depression. We send not to anxiety. We know we say no to, you're going to be full of joy from today moving forward in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Blessed. Have you enjoyed the service? Bible says God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. So I would like us to pray for people who might be experiencing any sort of sickness or people who need a miracle. Amen? Oh, yes. Both in this room and online at the hosting centers at the locations. Wherever you are, whatever it is, I just want you to either put your hand up or put your hand where the pain is and we are praying. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. I rebuke that sickness. I rebuke that infirmity. Yes. And I command it out of your body. Yes. I rebuke that condition 
And yes. I command it out of your mind, yes. out of your brain, out of your soul, yes. out of your emotions. We yes. rebuke cancerous cells at whatever stage they are and command Jesus. them to cease to grow and to vanish. Yes. We rebuke every sort of attack on your body name. and your mind. Yes. And we commend health yes. to you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us, friends. May God bless you. May He cause His face to shine on you and give you peace. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all now and forever. Amen. Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.